It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can run the table. I really do. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation. I cover the NFL for Fansided and Pro Football Weekly. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. And you can find all of the podcast content at LockedOnPackers.com. It's Friday, and we're going to do a little bit of cleanup. I want to put a finer point on something I said earlier in the week about the Aaron Rodgers contract. We're going to get into a discussion about an an ESPN article that projected forward the next three years with NFL franchises where Green Bay ranked there and what that means. And just a little bit into uh, uh, some questions that I got about the safety market because it's something that I think we should address. Let me start with this this discussion that came out of the Aaron Rodgers podcast that I did, the column that I wrote for Acme Packing Company earlier in the week. And in that piece and on that show, I, in, I, I suggested that listeners and readers essentially block out everything that, that's being said about the Aaron Rodgers contract. And I didn't say that and write that as a way of saying those reports aren't true. Now, I think it is important that Aaron Rodgers denied, explicitly denied the the at least the detail about tying his salary to the salary cap as a percentage. He did explicitly say, I never said that, and I never suggested that. Now, he could be equivocating there. His agent may have brought it up. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that he could wriggle out of that one. And if you go back and look at the transcript of what was said and what was asked after the early reports from Mike Garofolo about his opt-out, and basically what he said was there's a lot of stuff out there and a lot of it is not true. He did not specifically say that that was not true. So my point in all of this was to say, there's a there, the things that are out there right now, the opt out, the revenue share, and then the ownership stake that I mean, that was particularly silly. But I find it very unlikely any of those things would be in the final deal. And so worrying about it and worrying about who's telling the truth and is Rogers, is he lying about some of these things, or is he being purposely evasive? Is he 
Is he being honest? I, I trust the reporting on this. I trust that these discussions were had. And what I tried to clarify at the end of the podcast was Rogers is enjoying having everyone talk about this contract. He's enjoying that it's going to be a different kind of deal and enjoying, I think, the intellectual exercise of trying to find a way to make this work in a way that is unique, that is different, that is paradigm-altering potentially. He wants a contract befitting his place in the league as the best player. And he is gonna he's going to ask for stuff. And he's going to try stuff. Hey, what about this? What if we did it this way? What if we did it that way? And that, if you want to be interested in that, that's great. And obviously, I'm I'm doing that. I'm reading about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to put these these pieces together. You know, I'm hearing different things, and so I'm trying to use all this information and piece together a logical timeline, a logical explanation for what's going on and what might happen. It's my job. But as a fan, the only thing that matters is what goes on that page. And ultimately, what goes on that page may look nothing like, and I think in all likelihood, will not include some of these special provisions that have been reported. That doesn't mean that that reporting is bad. There are plenty of, of circumstances, and, and I think this is, this is confused all the time when it comes to sports journalism, political journalism, all kinds of different versions of journalism, especially when it comes to uh, sourcing that, you know, no one is on the record saying these things. There are things that are reported that are true when they're reported. I mean, I have reported things that were true when I reported them and didn't end up being what happened. X is likely. Or, you know, Team X wants to do Y. Okay, but that doesn't mean they're going to. Just because you want to do something doesn't mean they will. And just because they're discussing something or just because Rodgers wants something or just because the team wants something doesn't mean it's it's going to happen. What I've, what I've tried to lay out for you is the case that Rodgers does not have the leverage to ask for the kind of stipulations that he's asking for. That doesn't mean it's not important that he's asking, but it, it does mean that in all likelihood, that's not going to be in the final deal. And that was the point that I was trying to get across. I just I just wanted that to be clear because I didn't want an excuse for people to complain about reporters. People do that enough. In, in fact, they do it way too much. And so I just, I wanted to clarify that. I wanted to be, be very, very clear. It, it didn't occur to me when I was discussing it or when I was writing it that that might be what happened because it wasn't my intention at all. So just because the reports might be true and they're reported, I don't think that that's going to be what ends up happening. And that's the way this works. Team A and, and player B are having discussions about something. Well, that can be true. It doesn't mean that, that that's going to be in the final contract. That is really the only point that I was trying to make. And, and to put a finer point on it, it's the only thing that ultimately matters because that contract is going to get signed. It's going to be huge. And Aaron Rodgers is going to finish his career as a Green Bay Packer. That is that is the only thing ultimately that matters. And so everything else to me is just noise. 
Earlier in the week, I told you about Core Essentials, the Core Essentials belt, K-O-R-E. The Core Track Belt adjusts to match your waist exactly. Each point on the Core Track Belt is just a quarter inch apart. That simple, small innovation means you get a precise, steady, and comfortable fit every time you put it on. There's no belt holes. Instead, the belt uses a hidden track in the back of the belt with over 40 size points to choose from. Removing or adjusting your belt is simple. Pinch the small tab under the buckle. Course patented design also makes it easy to remove the buckle and swap out styles. It comes in a one size to fit every waist from 24 to 44 inches with an XL belt that goes up to 54 inches. You adjust the size yourself using the easy guide. Core's men's belt carry a 30-day money-back guarantee and a full one-year warranty against all defects, unusual wear, or breakage. So feel confident when you shop and know that you're covered. But trust me, you're going to love it and want to get rid of all of your other belts. Maybe you keep one or two. Visit coreessentials.com to learn more and get your own core track belt to see firsthand why it's the best belt you'll ever own. Seriously, once you go core track, you are never going back. We've got a special offer just for our listeners. Save 10% off your order when you use our code locked on at checkout. That's core with a K. K-O-R-E essentials.com. Use the code locked on to save 10% off your order. Hey, listen up, FanDuel Fantasy players. Your day is about to get 20% better. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Locked On Fantasy Football here on the Locked On Network, and I have an offer for you. Start playing fantasy this football season, and FanDuel will give you a 20% bonus on your first deposit. That's up to $500. That's a big-time bonus, and all you need to do to claim it is to make your first deposit on FanDuel. I love the fantasy contests they have on FanDuel. So many different ways to play, cash games, tournaments. I like to challenge myself there. Take my fantasy football knowledge to the next level. Many different types of game formats. You can pick from main slate, single game, best ball, snake draft, and you can even play private contests with your friends. And there's an awesome slate of games on hand every single week. You can get the players that you don't have in your redraft leagues into your lineup. Try to get that big time return on investment. Every week is a new chance for you to win big at FanDuel and that's what I love about it. Experience season long wins without the season long waits. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your bonus and start playing today. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Agent location restrictions apply. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days. David Harrison here, the Locked on Washington football team podcast, celebrating with you a 21-grain salute to a less boring sandwich thanks to Dave's Killer Bread. I don't know about you guys, but when I eat pizza, I eat it for the toppings, not the crust. And when I eat a sandwich, it's for what's inside the bread, not for the bread. But when I throw a sandwich on 21 whole grains and seeds, thin sliced bread from Dave's Killer Bread, it is the epitome of addition by subtraction. That thin sliced bread lets me focus on what's inside the sandwich, but also adds to the sandwich with killer taste, killer texture, killer nutrition, a subtle sweetness, and a seed coated crust. Dave's Killer Bread is America's number one organic bread for a reason it tastes so stinking good dave's killer bread is made with the highest quality organic and non-gmo ingredients and is power packed with whole grains fiber and protein visit daveskillerbread.com to learn more and look for dave's killer bread in the bread aisle of your local grocery store now espn they had a vote among their staff of teams in the best shape over the next three years. And they take into account roster, quarterback coaching, 
draft, and front office. And Green Bay came in eighth on the list. Now, number one quarterback, number nine coaching, number 11 roster. That all seems relatively fair to me. They don't have the best roster in the league. They don't have the best coach in the league. But the roster is very good. The coach is very good. And the quarterback is the best in football. What I found curious was their rank for the draft was 20th and their front office rank was 19th. Now, I can understand if Brian Gutekunst is is what's being taken into account here and you're saying, okay, well, we don't know what he is. And that's true. But we do have at least this offseason to go on. And he got Muhammad Wilkerson, Jimmy Graham, Tremont Williams, an extra first-round pick, plus essentially two first-round players with his first two picks. It's it's hard to argue that he is not in the upper half of, of NFL GMs after one half season. I mean, John Lynch, after one draft, people were saying, oh, is he one of the best GMs in football? This seems like a weird thing. Now, I understand, and there there were some, we're not going to go through it piece by piece, but there are some teams on this list whose front office is not as good as Green Bay's and whose draft history is not as good as Green Bay's. And so to have them have them that low on those rankings doesn't make any sense to me. But when you look at the teams above them on this list overall, I think there are some teams that that clearly should be viewed as ahead of them from a talent standpoint. Now, we have to take everything into account. Green Bay is going to have the best quarterback for the next three years. We just had this discussion with Aaron Rodgers. So it's hard to put them any lower than like fourth or fifth for me. But I understand until the defense shows that it can play at a championship level, they're they're in a different tier perhaps than 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 the elite, the really elite teams that were at the top of the league last year. And and their number one team, I don't think should be a surprise to anyone, that's the Philadelphia Eagles. They deserve to be number one. Now the Patriots are at number two. Is is Tom Brady gonna play? Three more years? Is he going to play two more years? I mean, it's it's possible that Brady is, this is it. And it's possible that he, I mean, the, he's going to hit the precipitous decline at some point. It's going to happen. And that roster, I'm sorry, it's not great. And so if you don't have Brady, the roster is, is mediocre. They're the number seven roster on this list. I don't, I don't see that. I don't see that at all. I still don't know who's playing receiver on that team. So I don't don't understand that. The Saints at three, okay, I get that. Defensive rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. They restocked that defense. They reloaded the offensive weapons and Drew Brees. But Drew Brees is on a two-year contract. He's 39 already. He going to play three more years? I don't know. The Vikings at four, they're the number two roster in this whole thing. I think that's fair. That's a really, the Vikings are a very, very good roster. But are we sure they're better than Green Bay? Are we sure they're, are we sure that they are more likely to win a Super Bowl in the next three years than the Green Bay Packers? ESPN's FBI projection doesn't think so. They have, they have the teams basically even with Green Bay, a slight favorite. 
The Steelers are five. I What? The Steelers? Their defense is still kind of a mess. They lost their best defender to a, a, basically a career-ending injury. Ben Roethlisberger was was wildly inconsistent last year. And, and he's going to keep them competing over the next three years? Or Mason Rudolph is going to come in and they're going to compete? Their, their best or second best player may or may not be even on the team next year? I mean, I, I don't get it. I understand three years is not the long-term plan. It's not the long-term view. But I don't know if the Steelers are going to be good beyond this year. The Falcons are at six. I don't know. Steve Sarkeesian still calling plays. Julio Jones not happy with his contract. Defense up and down. They play in a really tough division. I mean, are they the best team in the NFC South? I mean, they're not even according to this list. It is interesting that the NFC South and the NFC North each have two teams in the top eight. I don't think we can just pencil them in for 11, 12 wins every year. They've lost some playmakers. They lost Taylor Gabriel. I don't see who's going to make an impact as a pass rusher on this defense. I don't see who's going to help them stop the run on this defense. The roster is is ranked 50. I don't I don't see it. The Rams at seven. I understand. You got a guru coach, a loaded loaded roster. I mean, after the Eagles, I don't I I, I think they should be number two on this list. I think they they have the second best roster in football. We don't know how good their quarterback is. But if we're looking at a three-year plan, the unfortunate thing for Green Bay is the only teams that I would put ahead of them are all in the NFC. Now, maybe you could make the case that if you're the if you're the Patriots, one year of Tom Brady is worth three years of most other quarterbacks. And that's probably true, except the other quarterback in this case is Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I don't see a deep talent pool on that team. The secondary isn't isn't great. It wasn't great last year, and it got worse with Malcolm Butler leaving. They still don't have anyone to rush the passer. No legitimate number one receiver. We don't know if Rob Gronkowski can stay healthy. They lost their most dynamic backfield option. They lost their best offensive lineman. And Tom Brady is 50 years old. Why would you rather have the Patriots for the next three years than the Packers? That d- doesn't make any sense to me. Rodgers is in his prime. The best defensive players on this team are young. The second best offensive player on the Packers is Devontae Adams. He has still not even reached his prime yet. You have the best left tackle in the league, a deep backfield. Two star. I mean, I don't understand why. And this is the same as for the Steelers. I would so much rather have Aaron Rodgers for the next three years than Big Ben. And and Roethlisberger may not even play beyond this year. They may lose Le'Veon Bell next offseason. Where is the proof that that defense is going to be better? I don't understand the appeal of those two teams. And, and those are those are the AFC teams. The rest of the teams are NFC teams. Now I would put Green Bay ahead of Minnesota because. They have Aaron Rodgers. I, I think the Falcons are probably right there. I would probably put the Packers right there with the Saints, maybe ahead of them, because we don't know what the deal is with Drew Brees. He's probably going to play two more seasons, but is he going to play at a high level? Is that defense going to regress? I think the only two teams that I would say definitively 
not only have more talent, but have a brighter short-term future. And this is sort of a mid-term in the NFL, mid mid to near future. The three years is Philadelphia because they have a loaded roster. Now they also are going to have some cap problems coming up. And the Rams. The Rams are built for this short term and by design. They sign these big deals. They're going all in this year. Are they going to sign Marcus Peters long-term? Are they going to sign Indominus Sue long-term? Are they going to sign Aqib Tlaib long-term? Some of these guys they brought in, they just signed a mega deal for Brandon Cooks. By the way, I said this on Twitter, would much rather have Devontae Adams at $14.5 million than Brandon Cooks at $16+. Plus. I mean, it's, an, it's an easy decision for me. This team, a lot of the core pieces are still young. Aaron Rodgers is still the quarterback. And this defense is going to get a lot better with Mike Patton. I, it's hard for me to bet against Aaron Rodgers. It's hard for me to pick anyone but Aaron Rodgers, except maybe Philly, because that team is so loaded. But that is also a short-term deal. That is a one, maybe two-year deal, because they're going to have cap concerns that they're going to have to figure out that Green Bay just doesn't have to deal with. This episode is brought to you by Philips One by Sonicare. One up your brushing with Philips One. This one is the ideal one for those who are still using an old school manual toothbrush. To all those people, it's time to take your brushing one level up. The solution is a simple one. It's the perfect timing one. It's the long lasting battery powered or USB rechargeable one. That comes in multiple colors to match you one. The one with a subscription that delivers new brush heads for just $5. Your teeth deserve this one. Philips One by Sonicare. One up your brushing. Learn more at philips.com slash one. That's P-H-I-L-I-P-S dot com slash O-N-E. This episode is brought to you by Shell. College football is best enjoyed at home. You know, the home that has no rooms because it's a stadium of 70,000 screaming fans. But wherever you are, ESPN and Shell can take your fandom further with savings up to 15 cents per gallon for Fuel Rewards members at Shell. Welcome home, football fans. Terms and conditions apply. See FuelRewards.com slash FuelYourFandom for details. Shell is an official sponsor of ESPN College Football. ESPN, the ESPN logo, and ESPN College Football are registered trademarks of ESPN Incorporated. I wanted to get to a discussion on the safeties and and those guys on the market, but we ran out of time. That's something we can touch on next week. Training camp is is almost here. We are we are almost to training camp. We're going to ramp up the the amount of time we spend on these shows, the amount of podcasts we do per week. That's all. It, we, we are we are moving toward the season, which is great. So we're gonna we're gonna start with that safeties conversation on Monday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, again, will be the schedule for next week. And then we'll start to ramp it up with training camp with the preseason and all that comes with that. Be sure to be reading Acme Packing Company. We have a a lot of of awesome preview content there. I'm going to be writing fantasy football and some gambling stuff at Fansided for the NFL this year. So when I start doing that, I will start to promote that here shamelessly. Yes. More stuff at Pro Football Weekly. I have a piece coming uh, for Ozzy, which is a site you should check out if you haven't done that. I'm going to be covering them Ozzy Fest this weekend, so uh, keep an eye on social media channels for that stuff. If you have questions, send them. I think I, I want to do another questions podcast before we uh, before we get into the season, and I'm toying around with the idea of having a call-in line, a number, 
if you would call in, if you would call in and, and you know talk back, leave a voicemail, have me answer questions on air, is that something you would want to do? Is it something you would do? Is it something, would you call and ask questions that way? Obviously still going to do Twitter and, and Facebook and all that stuff. Just an idea I'm toying with as we head toward the season. All right, remember, you can ask me those questions on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski, at Locked on Packers. You can ask them on the Facebook page. Go like the Facebook page, review the podcast, give us five stars, put a rating on there. That would be great as well. We're almost there. We are almost there seeing the Packers on the practice field, which means exhibition season is right around the corner, which means the NFL season. It truly is. We're six, seven weeks away from, from kicking off. So get excited. Get all the content that's out there for the Packers, all the previous stuff that we've talked about, because the most important thing is for you to be ready when the season starts. And in order to do that, you have to be and stay locked on Packers.